1: This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morensi. The Pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Twisted Tuesday has begun live from Los Angeles. Countdown to kickoff continues. Series XM channel 159. We got a full house uh tonight. We're stacked. A Bunch of A A-listers a- a- actually. And like Mr. Um you know, we got uh, Mr. Vegas, big time stuff, Derek Stevens will join us owner of the Circa, owner of the D, um, pretty much a man that has revitalized uh, Fremont Street and Las Vegas as a whole, invested, like, God knows how much money. Uh, on Fremont uh, Street, beautiful property, beautiful establishment. Twelve million dollars in prizes for their upcoming football contest. Derek Stevens will kick it with us tonight. Jamie Eisenberg, CBS throws it down with us. One of the best fantasy guys in the business, uh, Jamie Eisenberg. Steve Merrill, Andrew McKennis great show uh, tonight. Say, we're stacked. We got a great night of sports going on right now. Dramatic stuff going on as we speak on both coasts. Right now in Seattle, we got the WNBA playoffs 84-83 the Las Vegas Aces they can win the series if they win this game Seattle trying to set it to 5 high drama great basketball being played uh, right now and what was the over this game well it was a 165 and a half so we hit the over uh, we hit the over we also hit the Connecticut Sun uh, this evening meanwhile uh, at Flushing Meadows in Queens we got the US Open uh, going on and Curio getting all he can in handle uh, right now it's been an awesome tournament and um you know Karius is like a minus 450 500 favorite um, and Kochinoff right now is up 6-5 he won the first set 7-5 Karius took the second set 6-4 then uh, Karius lost 7-5 and he's on he's on the verge here right now six five uh but it's 15 love for for cario so high drama going on in the queens uh, man it's late there right now like if cario's comes back they're gonna be playing until like two in the morning type of deal <laughs> they're going hardcore they're going hardcore like we went hardcore in las vegas like our boy matthias went hardcore in vegas we're gonna get matthias's vegas stories after because one of the reasons i went down it was his bachelor party we didn't even hook up with each other didn't even hook up I called him a bunch of times, uh, but it's hard to answer your phone if you lost your phone. And surprisingly enough, I was not the one that lost my phone um, this time in Las Vegas. But I will admit, I dropped it pretty good. And my screen is like super, super, super cracked. Uh, I believe I've never gotten a screen fixed before on a cell phone. I never really cared enough and to be honest I've never really like cracked the glass as much as I happened to this time I think I dropped it like 13 times Uh, and finally it just cracked it still works fortunately I would have been screwed (laughs) I would have been screwed Uh, I bumped my head getting out of a car like pretty hard though like I smashed my head pretty good I got like a lump on the back of my head Uh, there's always going to be a couple of little like bruises and nicks and like you know what I'm saying like when you go to to, to Vegas those carpets can get pretty trippy sometimes Um, you know what I'm saying (laughs) walking along next thing you know you're not walking anymore the Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Back in block. Let's do this thing live from Los Angeles. Countdown to kickoff is on Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Gabriel Moretti Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the mighty year 1090 ESPN Radio. What's up, SoCal? Let's do this thing. We're fired up. The Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills kick things off on Thursday night. We're breaking it down. We got a ton of guests uh, tonight. Jamie Eisenberg from CBSSports.com is going to kick it with us. We'll uh, we'll. Bring Break down the games, we'll get his thoughts on who's going to light it up and who he likes uh, this week. Steve Merrill kicks it. Uh, what is wagertalk.com? Andrew McKinnis in the house. A lot of NFL picks. And speaking of NFL picks, uh, we also have the man and the creator of the uh, world's biggest uh, football contests $12 million in guaranteed uh, money. Uh, being dished out at the Circa, Derek Stevens uh, will join us uh, from Sin City. We had the opportunity to uh, to hang with uh, with Derek for a couple of minutes the other night at his uh, fabulous property, the Circa. If you've never been there before and you're a sport fan, do yourself a favor. It is like a, it's over the top. I mean, between the book and the pool and just everything going on there, and they'll take whatever bet you want to put in. You can do what you want. Um, Great, 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 great stuff. So, yeah, Derek Stevens on the radar here uh, this evening. He's a busy man, so we hope uh, he's going to be able to join us still uh, tonight. But he has been retweeting us uh, this evening. So, we're right outside of SoFi Stadium right now for the most part. Pretty much as close as uh, we we could be. And uh, Countdown to Kickoff is on. We're going to be in attendance. We're going to break down the game all week long. We've got a bunch of picks uh, for you. There's high drama going on right now in the late night hours. Uh, man we got a crazy basketball game uh, in seattle they're going back and forth the aces are looking to eliminate the storm and man we got we got big time tennis kyrgios is battling right now facing elimination now they're into a tiebreaker though they're the tiebreaker to the fourth set kyrgios is down two sets to one but he's up one nothing right now and there could be a fifth set looming Could be a fifth set looming. He was a big-time favorite. Speaking of big-time favorites, there's been more line moves and uh, shuffling than uh, Saturday night at Studio 54 in the National Football League. We'll find out from Derek who are people betting on. Get information about the contest. We'll share some of our early uh, thoughts as far as the National Football League is concerned. We'll track this late-night craziness. This is Sports Rage. Bring it.
0: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
2: you are listening to sports rage late night with gabe Morenzi. All right, let's
1: do this thing. Countdown to kickoff is on. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust but everybody else in between. I am Gable Morensi. This is Sports Rage. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. What's up, SoCal, the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. I know we got people tuning in all over the world, fired up for the National Football League kickoff. And if you're going to be laying it down and you're in Vegas, then you better be going over to the Circa, a beautiful establishment, a beautiful property we had the opportunity to uh, to spend some time there on Saturday with the owner and man who has just brought Vegas to life and Fremont Street to life Derek J. Stevens steps up in it and joins us uh, Derek it was great hanging with you the other night thank you so much uh, for taking time to check in with us tonight how you doing my man
3: all good all good glad to be on, to here. Glad to be on uh, sports range here I love it great and great to see you on Saturday it was awesome
1: it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun being, uh, you know, I'm a Michigan, man. So let me ask you before we get into the contest, being the Michigan guy that you are, what is it about the city of Las Vegas and the state of Nevada that you decided to invest so much of your heart, your money, your blood, sweat, and tears into it?
3: Well, whether you're from, whether you're from Ann Arbor, South Bend, or Syracuse, you know, you're always going to love Vegas. So that's what, that's what got me there. Low income tax. I love Vegas. I love the vibe, and I love sports.
1: Yeah, you know what, it's, it's it's a special place. And if you love sports, then it's the place to be. So a lot of excitement right now, NFL kickoff. We're right near SoFi. I was in LAX this morning, a lot of Buffalo Bill fans starting to roll in here uh, right now. But before I you know I ask you about week one in the NFL and where the action's coming in on, let's talk about the contest and the survivor and, and the $12 million at stake. Let everybody know there's still time to get in on this thing.
3: Absolutely. You know, we started up uh, the Circa Millions four years ago. We started up the Circa Survivor three years ago and they've grown and started with a one and a half million dollar guarantee. Now we're up to a total of a twelve million dollar guarantee. We're guaranteeing six million in each contest. And uh, looks like Circa Survivor is going to get there, get, get up to the six, six thousand entrants. Circa Millions, it looks like there's going to be an overlay. So let me focus in on that one. That's a traditional football contest where you pick five games against the point spread um, each week. We're, we're guaranteeing six million in total. We pay down to the top 100 in the overall, and we have a million two out of that six million that we pay out in quarterly prizes. So, first quarter is weeks one through four. You know, if you get hot, 17 and three, you should be in the money. 18 and two, you I would say, based upon what we've seen in years past, <laughs> you are. And, uh, the quarterly prizes. So the Circa Millions is looks like where where the value is going to be this year, and uh, it's it's going to be one heck of a great contest. It's a thousand dollars to enter. Um, and the key thing is you got to enter in Vegas, but you can play from anywhere. So we're so close to the start of the season, you can, you can sign up all the way up to Saturday morning, but you can play from anywhere because you can play with a proxy. A proxy is who puts your plays in for you each week. So it's legal, and uh, and it's a way, way to be able to get your plays. And the key thing is you got to register in Vegas, either at the D Las Vegas or, or at Circa
1: you know that's the thing guys so you could get in until saturday morning here because you know you know you wouldn't be able to bet on on the on the bills in a rams game but you could still get in five picks for the card and of course there's going to be a ton of people rolling into vegas still for week one of the national uh football league one thousand dollars to enter and that's just unbelievable uh, bro like 12 million dollars by far the biggest football contest in the world right like nothing even comes close You know, both
3: the Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, if they were independent, they would both be the largest
1: football contest. Yeah, you broke world records, Derek. You're breaking your own world records like you're competing with yourself, almost, with Guinness Book of World Records. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're two great
3: contests on both set records this year.
1: All right, so as far as uh, how many people uh, you're going to be looking at, think right now for for the contest. You talked about the survivor probably being around 6,000 people. What do you what do you think the uh, what's your guesstimation with the with the final walk up? Well, you know, the last
3: the last 96 hours is when you see a lot of people, you know, making their trek to Vegas. Uh, right now Circus Survivors at 4,800 entrance. I think we're going to get to that to that 6,000, so that gets you to the 6 million. If it goes over um, all the money goes back into the prize pool because Circus Sports does not take a rake at all. So, so if it goes over the six thousand, it just goes more into the into the payout on the Circa Millions. Right now we got thirty four hundred and sixty. So I think if things go well, we might get to forty five hundred. But that means you got a million and a half dollar overlay. That's where all the positive EV is going to be. So if the Circa Millions is worth. Uh, It's worth reaching out, getting your buddies, and come in. You're allowed to make up to three entries into the Circa Millions each person, uh, but that's where all the value is going to be in football contests this year.
1: Derek Stevens uh, joining us, uh, owner of uh, the Circa, the D, and more. Live from Las Vegas, I am Gabriel Morenci. A lot of excitement about the Raiders and the Charger game uh, this week. Uh, Derek, what games are people most uh, excited about and laying it down uh, at the Circa this week?
3: Well, so far, so far on week one, where we've seen action, you know, and, and remember, week one's a little bit different. These numbers are pretty strong because they've been hanging for a few months. You know, it's a little bit different when you only have a week to post a number. You see a little more volatility, but yeah. over the course of, uh, course of the last eight weeks, where we've seen action was, we've seen action on, on the Baltimore Ravens coming in. That line's been bet up to a seven. We've seen a lot of action on the New Orleans Saints again. Another road, another road favorite here, and uh, and I'd say the late move that we've seen money coming in in the last ten days has really been in the Miami Dolphins against the New England Patriots as a home favorite.
1: I'm a big fan of. I like the Dolphins a lot this year. I bet their win total. I bet their win total to the over. Um, what what a time right now huh? with the volume uh, that is being bet, the amount of people, as you talked about the legalization and just sort of the stigma being being removed from sports betting. The market's just never been bigger than it is right now. It's 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 just amazing, is it? It just keeps growing too. Yeah, Gabriel, I was with you. You know, on
3: Saturday, I mean, you saw it, things were happening. I mean, for Circus Sports, our handle on Saturday was up. Uh, over sixty percent from last year on the same day. Wow. So overall betting handle is is, is really just, just taking off. And you know, every sports book has a has a little bit of a different model. You know, our sports book, we take big bets. Uh we, we don't we don't limit people and that's kind of our model. And Everybody's got a different model. I'm not saying anyone's better than the others. This is just what ours is and we've seen just tremendous growth. I think I think everybody in the sports betting industry has seen that. And it really comes down to the fact that now it's legal, you know, the shadows are, uh, you know, no longer on the sports betting industry. And, and, you know, I think it's great because, you know, when you put a couple bucks on a game, it's a hell of a lot more fun. It's good for media. It's good for teams. It's good for leagues. It's good for league owners. And it's good for fans because there's so much more access. So I think this is going to be the biggest, uh, biggest football season we've ever seen. And and, uh, we're pretty excited about here, about it here in Vegas.
1: You know what Derek, I want to say too. You know, obviously your property was beautiful, but I had a really good time just talking to the other patrons there. Like you have you have a good clientele, man. You got like cool people, knowledgeable sports bettors and fans and nobody has attitude. It was a great great vibe. it was a great vibe on Saturday night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it really
3: was. You know, Gabriel, it's kind of funny to say that because I cuz a lot of people have said that to me and uh, when you build when you build the world's biggest sports book it kind of kind of acts like as a mecca, you know. Everybody wants to show up and check it out and and, and talk about talk to, talking about the game. So it's pretty cool.
1: Derek, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. You're a class act, hanging out with everybody and spending time with all all the clientele and everything you've done for Vegas. I know a lot of people really appreciate it. We encourage people to get into the contest, get a piece of that twelve million. Derek, thanks for the time, my man. All right, I take care. There's Derek Stevens with uh, us? Late Night Aggermatch.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: You want some of this, don't you? Yeah. Well, you need to know the winners. And I know the winners. So call me now. $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot
2: line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MB mm-hmm. versus CIN. Cincinnati. CIN. CIN. Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. Alright, come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? We-
1: Thanks to Derek Stevens, for joining us on the program from Las Vegas. And speaking of Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Aces have just advanced to the WNBA finals, their second final appearance in the last uh, three years. Sue Bird, Sue Bird uh, loses uh, in her uh, in her last game at home here. An emotional moment in Seattle. Oh, a great game. I know it was what, 97-92 final score. Sue Bird saying goodbye to the fans and the media uh right now. Massive, amazing. Hey, Sue Bird and Serena. Both uh, both retiring here. I gotta tell you, man, at WNBA the quality has um quality's never been as good as it is. Quality's never been as good, at popularity and stuff, like the arenas is full, superstar players, great uh, great, great action, it's been a good year for the WNBA, but I didn't realize this. Um, John in Chicago, John in Chicago sent, uh, sent me a tweet. Uh, we have talked a lot about, um, we've talked a lot about the WNBA and their television schedule and their schedule as a whole and some of the things that they do. Like, they'll actually play like a WNBA game head-to-head against uh, an NBA playoff game and stuff, right? Like, sometimes they're just set up to fail, and they actually have a game on Thursday against the National Football League. And I get it. You know, it's a different niche. It's a different sport. And a lot of times, too, what people don't realize about this is networks want alternative programming, right? If the network doesn't have the game... The big football game well it doesn't mean that they're just going to roll over and not air anything right so sometimes other properties and leagues sort of get sacrificed and that's sort of what's happening in the wnba but there's been too many times where there's a big wnba game and it's buried it's put up head to head against something that is just it's going to have a tough time dealing with if the ratings have been up nevertheless people you know people are watching this stuff if you're watching this right now, look at the arena, man. It's like seriously packed. The women's sports as a whole, I tweeted about this a couple of weeks ago or last week, I started talking about it, women's sports as a whole. There's there's it's definitely trending upwards, like from a business standpoint, from a betting standpoint. Guys, I remember when Dana White said years ago that they'd never have women in the UFC. There was no women fighters in the UFC in the old days. He's like, nah, I'm not down with that. They're not. You know what I mean? He didn't want it. Now look. Right? They, they they they're main event uh main event fighters now. Like the WNBA, they didn't have arenas like this. The uh the San Diego Flair sold like twenty-nine thousand tickets, set set a record for the women's soccer in, in the United States for a regular season game. I could go on, but like you know, like I said, the the WNBA ratings are significantly up, and I think what it is too. Number one, women like sports, right? Like people, people are naive to believe that women do not like sports. And look, you look at the crowd here, and there's a lot of women in in the crowd. Even like the NFL, like half the NFL fans are women, All right, Like women, women have sort of been under underappreciated and under marketed to i think in sport and i think if, with men women want to support women athletics and i think with men if the quality is good they will they will bet it and watch it right you know what i mean like let's just be here if something's bad it doesn't matter whether it's men or women you're not going to want to watch it if it's a bad product right but the product is good like the wmba product is is very very good remember steve merrill who he'll join us later steve steve um, went to a las vegas aces game and he was all surprised he was like wow there was really good basketball there was a lot of people like <laughs> i sort of surprised him i said yeah no they're doing well like you know, they get like i don't know their arena holds like twelve thousand. they basically sell out um las vegas las vegas are a strong franchise owned by the raiders actually if you're wondering that yeah, the las vegas aces are owned by the raiders uh which is pretty like uh pretty cool you say what you will about davis too like you look like he hired becky hammond and gave her a lot of money right becky was an assistant coach in in the nba um he gave her quite a bit of money i always thought she had a chance to be an nba coach but i think she i think she got tired of waiting and realized it's not going to happen like in the next couple of years type of thing and maybe if i go to the wnba and rack up a bunch of wins and stuff then i can get a shot but I got to, You know, you got to believe that she'll probably end up being the uh, the first woman's coach, right? In 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 the NBA. Like I said, there's women football coaches now. Like if you don't see this, you're not paying attention. Essentially. All right. Uh, so uh, we've got um, Andrew McKennis is going to step up and in in a couple of minutes and join us. We had Derek Stevens. Like I said, great property down there. Oh my God, the Circa, beautiful sports book. Like just massive, but like really clean, nice, nice hotel. Like there's never there's never anything really like it like that where, where there's like a um, it's like a property that's a sports book. Like most, most properties have a sports book, right? Like, but no, this is a sports book and a property that is built around the sports book, right? Like, the sports book is like the main attraction more than the casino floor is. But they got a casino floor, obviously. But, you know, the, the, the sports book is the attraction. And then they got that stadium pool. Um, they got the stadium pool, which I didn't even go to on Saturday night. I was just, I was inside, landed down. Shout out to our boy, Johnny Kicknuts in Los Angeles. What's up, Johnny? We'll see. Uh, we'll see the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills on Thursday night. Look forward to uh, seeing what McKinnis has to say about this game. Uh, he sent me a message saying he's really uh, excited to come on and fired up to talk about uh, talk about the NFL. Yeah, Michigan had a girl on the staff. Michigan has a, a female coach. There's a lot of teams that do now. That's what I'm saying. Like it, the, the, the things things have changed. Things have changed. I see here, Jake Paul to fight Anderson Silva. It's real on October the 29th. And I saw there's also news, uh, because I was just in Vegas this morning, and I I noticed the billboard for for Diaz and uh, Chamayov on the way out. Diaz is sending mixed messages. I don't know if you saw that, Matthias. You see Diaz now? He basically said, oh, I don't know if I'm going to show up. (laughs) You see what he (laughs) thinks? He's like that's he goes Diaz way. Get, yeah. That's the name. He idea. said, oh, I, don't "I don't know." He goes, "I never really agreed to this fight." Well, yeah, you did. You signed a contract. Like, what do you like, dude? What do hell know with this guy? Like, I like him too. I know him, but it's like, what do you mean I never agreed to the fight? You signed a damn contract, and you want out of the company. So, what do you think? They're not going to let you like just beat the crap out of somebody on the way out, like you know. And it's funny because remember I told you that Matthias. I said they're going to let him fight, but they're going to want to get him beat. And remember, I told you this, and you see that he even admits it, and he goes, they're just trying to get me beat, right, like, on the way out. So he said, I never agreed to the fight. I don't know if I'm even going to show up, but F it. I I will. You know what I mean? Like, he's just sort of doing his thing. Like, I might not show up, but I will. In the end, he kind of said he will, but, you know. Very Put it this way. <laughs> let the let the drama begin, bro, and it's only Tuesday. This is just the start. You know he's going to say something else tomorrow. Now he's going to change his mind again. Or oh,
2: definitely, like. Gabe. You know what? He probably saw the video of, of uh, Chimaev and Paulo Paulo Costa. They almost got in a little fight at the UFC PI that was blowing up social media. Maybe Nate saw that, and he's like, you know what? Let, let me create some problems over here and uh, and type something out for the fans because there was a lot of attention on Chimaev today, Gabe
1: yeah I think he wants people like exactly to be pulling for him and oh you got to fight him you got to do this he knows he's in a in a tough spot (laughs) he knows he knows he's in a tough spot uh, right now but it doesn't really matter it doesn't you know what I mean like how bad can it be it won't be that bad he's not going to get murdered murdered like he'll he's going to get busted up a bit and stuff but it won't hurt him after Matthias you know what I mean like his future like, cause Paul still needs people to fight. Like, you, know, like he, he, and he, he is a name. So he'll be able to cash in once or twice still down the road, no matter what happens here. But I don't know. Paul's Paul's name could take a hit if Anderson Silva beats him, which he very well could
2: yeah no you're right but at the same time if, if paul beats anderson silva well there's that nate diaz fight for him waiting for him right there and you, and you know that nate diaz is going to go after the paul brothers for, for money absolutely and it's boxing which nate diaz loves
1: to do he's a good boxer. yeah yeah he just wants to make money he just wants to make money and he's not making enough money in his opinion in the ufc that's what it's all about right the only time he ever really made money was the second time he fought um connor I know I guess the first time he he did all right the first time too but I, he did better the second time. right yeah, you know, like he, he also got rich.
2: Had a got he had a major pay-per-view with a uh, Jorge Masvidal in Madison Square Garden.
1: Oh, yeah. Could be a major pay-per-view bro didn't mean there was major pay for him. There's there's, there's a difference. Conor's the only one he ever really made real money with. Yeah, yeah like real, he real he made money. millions. Conor money. He made millions, yeah, fighting Conor. Right. I think the first time, the first fight he got a million which for him was a lot, bro. Like I said, like he did, he signed a bad contract. I told you, like years ago, he signed a bad contract. Um, like he, you know what I mean? So he, he should have been making more money, but he, he accepted the, the, what they offered him. And um, I don't know, I think the first time it was a million. And I think the second time, bro, he got like five or something. Like he got real money the second time, four, three to five. Like he got real cash, like right, type of deal. Like, you know what I mean? That's why they don't want to do it again. They don't want to give them that money again. Mechanics next. Bring it.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listen, I need some cash.
1: What for? I just need it, that's all. Oh, no. Don't tell me.
3: You're gambling again, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you weak, weak man.
1: like <laughs> that Anger, man. For class, this is Sports Ridge. I am Renzi. Yeah, I think our boy McCann's been tuning into the program because he heard me say earlier that, uh, yeah, Matthias has been pretty, um, we haven't really gotten the details, Matthias, to be honest, from you. Uh, that's the whole thing with Vegas though nobody's ever proud of their story in Vegas People always want oh tell me what happened in Vegas like yeah, I'd rather not <laughs> like you know what I mean. <laughs> This really is one of the... Even people have asked me, like, what'd you do? I was like, well, what do you think I did? What the hell do you think happened? Same thing happens all the time there. It's the same thing. But all things considered, like I said, I did all right. I didn't lose anything. I lost some money. Uh, I had a hard time getting into a groove with the games because I was sort of moving around a lot and stuff. I don't know. I had a weird time there. Not a weird time, a unique time in the sense that... I didn't drink for like the first two days or whatever, right? I was doing shows and I was just, you know what I mean? I was all business, and then Saturday things got a little like crazy, and then uh, then I was gonna normally I don't do it two days in a row, but I was like, you know what? we're not on monday and this is it i'm in vegas so i might as well just go for one more one more round here which was probably a big mistake matthias on a sunday night um but we hung out with with tony finn and teddy cover so we had, we had a great time uh then we need to go with mckinnis and mckinnis won't disappear like matthias um but this went hard i guess we'll get uh like he's 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 silent well he's we're getting a silent treatment let's bring in Andrew McKinnis right now what's going on McKinnis? how you doing
2: what's going on gabe I'm, I'm doing really well i'm excited i've got lots of caffeine in me though uh down in red bulls got a uh, coffee pot going right now gonna be up all night pretty much <laughs> doing research uh for the nfl season but uh i'm excited uh, NFL is here. I'm tired of talking about it, I'm tired of previewing teams and conferences. Yeah, I'm ready yeah. to watch some games, bet on some games. And, and me and you had a good time when we got together in uh, in my hometown, uh, Gabe. We we went pretty much all night. That was a good time. So we probably pretty hard when I saw you.
1: <laughs> Seems to be a theme. <laughs> yeah, we did. I actually did have a good time. That was a good sports bar. Is that sports bar still there? Does that place still exist?
2: It is, yeah. Yeah. Definitely the best was place it co- to watch a game what was it called it's literally just called hfx sports bar
1: oh, okay Chip. yeah but it's kind of like a knockoff of real sports almost huh? like uh i yeah. thought yeah no, it was pretty, pretty uh pretty cool you know they pretty cool like no yeah we like to hang out uh do it do it in vegas vegas is one of those things though you, you know you want to go when you're there you have a great time and then you leave you're like oh boy you're right that was that was you know
2: that was an adventure <laughs> that was an adventure it, but, it seems like you got around though Gabe seems like you kind of got around to this spot that spot that's pretty good you went to a lot of different places too. yeah no you're right I did actually which is very unlike me like normally normally I don't call
1: anybody I don't do any you know what I mean I'm like ah, uh, what happened like like you know I mean, the NFL draft. We were supposed to like meet up with a million people. It was like what happened? Nothing happened. Me and Cam like literally walked as far as across the street. Remember I told the story? <laughs> I said, Come on, man. We can't just stay in MGM for like five days in a row and never leave, right? So <laughs> we go for do, Yeah, we go for a walk on the street. We literally got like across the street, like one of those walkways where Cam started complaining about the heat and stuff. It's too hot, oh, the sun, oh, it's killing me. Uh, and we ended up just going into New York, New York, <laughs> across the street. And I was supposed to meet a bunch of people, and people were like, bro, what happened to you? I was like, I gotta be honest with you. I said, I didn't do anything besides, I literally gambled at New York, New York for like nine hours, I think. I think I went in there like eight at night, and I didn't walk out of there till four in the morning or something. <laughs> like literally just sitting at blackjack tables and like just talking, you know what I mean? Hanging out. Um, but yeah, good eye actually. You know what? It is true. I did sort of get get around a bit, right? I was like, all right, I'll go hook up with these guys. I'll meet them. I'll do this. I gotta see this place. And um, we did. We had, we had a good time. We, we, we had
2: a good time. was time with uh, Teddy and Tony
1: very nice yeah very nice i don't get to hang out with him very often you know what i mean like uh i've known teddy for a long long time and i've been with him many times personally but tony i you know tony that was like the third time only that i met him and when tony last time last time i saw tony was the super bowl and we were all stressed out and whatever it wasn't like uh poor it wasn't like a fun it wasn't like a fun chill time you know what i mean it was just sort of in and out and stuff, um, but no, that no, was a great time. Great time. We were watching that LSU game, crazy ass ending, man. The comeback and stuff, and then they missed the uh, they missed the point. You bet it. You bet there's tennis tonight with Curios. Things go, still going on right now. It's getting low, late on the East Coast.
2: Yeah, I've got uh, I've got Curios to close out a two team uh, or two player parlay. So, uh, oh boy, I, I've been watching it, but not really happily. he's kind of making me mad Gabe but I keep watching you know Um,
1: well he's doing his best you know what I mean he's doing his best he's in trouble though he's down 4-2 right now this would be big he needs to win this next uh, he needs to win this next point make it 4-3 then he needs to break serve and a hell of a match though I
2: I always get your boy Mick going on Twitter he he just won't stop tweeting about uh, Kyrgios so I said back to him I was like Tell us how you really feel about Kyrios, Mick. We can't tell if you don't like him or not. Yeah, yeah. He does not like Kyrios quite a bit. I don't even know if we could really describe him to be a villain or not. Because, like, he sort of is. But I don't know. Like, I like cheering for him. He's fun to watch. He's a great player. Yeah,
1: you know what? I think he's gotten less annoying in the last, like, year or so. I think, you know, I think that he was like, he used to just be like a plain jerk, bro. Like he, you know what I mean? He just, he was just a jerk to everyone. Like, um, but he seems to have chilled and reined it in quite a bit. And to be honest with you, if you know, anybody pays attention to tennis mechanics, you're right. Like most of these guys are pretty much D bags. Like, you know what I mean? Like, look at Chapo telling the crowd to shut the f up and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, the uh, is it Medvedev or the other guy? I think it is, but I, no, I don't think it's Medvedev. See, uh, who's the German dude? You know, the guy that nearly like hit the guy with the with the club. Like, all these guys are always
2: like. Zverev, Alexander. Yeah, Zverev.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He's guy. got a temper. Yeah, yeah, like there a lot of these guys are kind of nuts to begin with and they can't control their emotions. So I don't really see like Curious really like you're right. He's not really worse than any of the other guys, you know. He complains, he'll, you know, I mean he bitches about weird things. But
2: um but it's you're right, always he is something with him. I will say yeah. that. Like it's always so, he'll find something. It's not like something just happens. He'll find something. Yeah, but that's, that's what drives kind of, like, him, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah.
1: what drives him. It makes him who he is. Right? He wants to find. He he wants to be the. You know, he makes everyone else feel Like he's getting screwed somehow. Like he's always got that. Oh, this isn't fair to me, uh, type of thing. Um, hell of a match, though. I'll tell you, he was a big favorite tonight. Um, all right. So listen, we'll keep our eye on this, but let's get into some NFL football. I know you're fired up. You're doing your research here right now. Yeah, like you said, I like what you said because. It almost feels weird, doesn't it? There's been so much talk about all this football, yet I saw, like, I'm watching ESPN and stuff, and I see, you know what I mean, Monday night, Denver and Seattle, and it's like, ooh, it's actually real. It's Monday night now, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I I almost can't believe I'm going to be at the game on Thursday night, right? So, yeah, like, you know, less than 48 hours from now, I'll be at the Bills-Rams season opener.
2: That is awesome. I hope you have a great time, Gabe. It's going to be a really fun game to watch. I'm looking forward to getting lots of props in on that game. And, you know, kind of like what Derek Stevenson was just saying, like Steve, I really think that these lines are so sharp for week one, right? You hear everyone so excited. They're so amped up for week one. So it's such a matter of doing all your research, finding the picks, finding the props, finding the sides totals. But at least I'll speak for myself you know, not looking at your week one card and having 45 plays, right? Because just like everybody yeah, keeps yeah. talking about these lines have been up there for three months. So to me right now, Gabe, that's kind of the biggest thing is that we're all excited, but be excited as, as gamblers also as NFL fans and also recognize that you can watch games in NFL week one and use what you learn in week one to bet week two. Cause I plan on doing that quite a bit because I, I've really been telling myself like, Hey, Hey, You know, manage your bankroll, manage how many picks you get out. Just because you're excited for Week One doesn't mean you have to, you know, roll out 50 plays for the clients in Week One.
1: No, well, there's always the saying, right? A wise man once told me it's a uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? These seasons, so you have to remember that. But you know, I've always been a very good Week One better, McKinnis. I really have been. Uh, I've been a good Week One better. But I do agree with you. It doesn't mean you get crazy. But if it comes naturally to me. I'll pull the trigger. If it doesn't, I won't. And I can't lie to you. I sort of hit the wall like looking at games this week. Like, you know, there's four or five that I like. And then the rest, I'm sort of like, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Like it could go either way. Uh, as you stated, like really wanting to pick my spots. I do like the Buffalo Bills. Um, and I and I have a lot of respect for Sean McVay. I think McVay is a great coach. And I think I have a lot of respect for the Ram organization. Uh, But I think that they've lost quite a few pieces, more pieces than people realize from last year's team. And I think everything just sort of was a perfect storm last year. Like, other teams got hurt or weren't very good. They, They hosted the Super Bowl. Like, everything, you know what I mean? They signed everybody. Everything just worked out. Oh, let's bring in Von Miller. Let's bring in Odell Beckham, right? Like, it was like a perfect storm for them. I don't think, you know, I don't think history, it'll be a perfect storm for them. They had a lot of luck last year. I'm not saying they were a lucky, lucky team, but you need to be lucky to win a championship. And it's hard. Look, no one's repeated since 2003 and four. So let's just let's just call that out for what that is here right now. Nobody's repeating. It's the longest drought. This is the longest it's ever gone in NFL history without a team uh, repeating. But what do you think about Thursday's game? Who are you leaning with?
2: Well, I just want to say that you know I agree with a lot of the stuff you just said there, and and nothing bugs me more than what I'm seeing floating around social media where people are just saying they're fading the Rams, you know, because they're the champs. That's not why I'm fading them. That's not why I want to go against them. It's because the Bills are looking pretty good going into this season, and they're a good team. You know, I'm tired of seeing people say they're fading the Rams just because of that. I mean, I hate that stuff. I hate the hangover excuse. This is a game. This is a matchup, point blank period. I think that's what it is. I like the bills. Like you said, I think the Rams just aren't the exact same team they were last year. I think their offensive line isn't going to be as strong. I I think that you're going to see the Buffalo Bills match up and have a lot of weapons that you know they're not going to be just digs it's not going to be just davis there's going to be lots of guys out there and if they mix in the run game a little bit i actually am in the belief that this is going to be a high scoring affair i think this is going to be maybe not i don't want to use the word a shootout but i think this is going to be a high scoring contest and i think that if these teams are trading points that big time benefits the buffalo bills quite a bit here look i've laid i've eaten the juice on over one and a half passing touchdowns i got minus 165 with josh allen on that one i'm on gabriel davis Davis over 57 and a half receiving yards minus 115 and I got uh, Allen Robinson uh, over on his yards as well those are my props I have locked in so far for that game Gabe but uh, I'd say best bet for me on this one I like Gabriel Davis quite a bit you know he ended the season off last year with a bang and I don't think it's luck by any means I think this guy is going to be an absolute weapon him and Diggs are going to tear it up this year
1: Andrew McKinnis from WagerTalk.com. kicking kick it with us uh, love his enthusiasm for week one uh, we'll get more picks on the other side uh, from Andrew I'll tell you what as far as a prop is concerned guys I just looked at Josh Allen's number rushing yards are you kidding me it's 35 and a half like really I doubt it's 35 and a half uh, come kickoff
0: bring it
1: Hardcore tennis fans being treated to a late-night special in New York City tonight. Pretty, pretty crazy. It's, you know, it's moving in on 1 a.m. Uh, there. They've been playing for three hours and 38 minutes. And I wish I bet the over total games, I'll tell you that. Andrew McKinnis, kick it with us. So, McKinnis, we got like the little two-and-a-half-minute break, and then we got the sports update on the other side. So, we have a couple of little mini-segments here. Um, and then after, we'll have a longer one again. But um, I agree with you. I think we have a lot of the same thoughts as far as this football game is concerned. Total's 52-and-a-half. I don't see how it doesn't really get there. Like, you know, I was originally thinking the Bills are going to win this game, like 34-24 type of thing. And I don't know, maybe that's a little higher score, maybe 30, 24. I'm just saying, like, 52 and a half really isn't asking all that much for, for an, an offense as explosive as the Bills are. And, you know, the Rams still will be able to put points up on the board. But I don't think, ultimately, the Rams can score as many points as the Bills and keep up in a track meet. So I do like the Bills and the over.
2: Yeah, I certainly don't think trading points benefits the Rams whatsoever. Gabe, I got to ask you about uh, the Cooper Cup anytime touchdown scoring prop here. Uh, He's hit this nine of his last 10 games. Everybody knows what the guy is capable of. He's an absolute machine, and it's around minus 130, 140 for the guy to get a touchdown. To me, that just seems too good to be true. And all the numbers, all the stats here point towards that direction and, and tell me that number should be much, much higher. Can you say anything to talk me off from taking this play? I know it seems like an obvious one, I guess, but this is one that I think it has to be a keep it simple, stupid situation.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't overthink it either. I don't have, I don't, I don't have a problem uh, with it. I will say that Trey White is an elite uh, defensive back. Uh, just for the record right now, guys, Curios lost, man. Wow, big upset big upset he was like minus 450 500 like you said there's always something he just threw his racket it's like why why can't you just like be normal after <laughs> like you know what i mean uh he did I don't, I don't think he shook his head did kachinov just blow a kiss at him <laughs>